Hello and welcome to the Nutrition with Rebecca podcast. This podcast is designed to empower you with the knowledge to live a healthy and happy life, to banish the years of yo-yo dieting, heal your relationship with food, make lifelong changes to your health by learning evidence-based nutritional techniques with self-compassion, mindfulness and behaviour change to feel more accepting and confident both in your mind and your body. We'll likely be adding a little bit of feminism, some sass and some humour along the way. I hope you enjoy and thank you for tuning in. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Nutrition with Rebecca podcast. You're joined by me, your host, Rebecca, and of course, as always, the most adorable sidekick, Edith. Now today, I want to talk to you about something that I'm sure all of you at some point along your journey will feel like doing, and that is quitting. And what not to do when you feel like quitting, and that is quit. So what do we do when you feel like quitting? Now, firstly, I think it's really important to normalise that at some point throughout any process, you are going to feel like quitting. That's completely normal. Consider going through exams, passing your driving test, being in a relationship, um, getting a new career, applying for new jobs. All of these are challenges, right? And throughout these challenges, you're going to face obstacles. And with these obstacles, you're going to want to quit. And by the same token, anything worth having isn't going to be attained without obstacles and without challenges. And as the famous Theodore Roosevelt once told us, Nothing worth having comes easy. And of course, throughout this process, whether your goal is healing your food relationship, fat loss, or simply being the healthiest, thriving version of yourself, you will come up against some of these challenges, these obstacles. It's inevitable, right? You're an adult in Christ. Life likes to throw us a myriad of curveballs in so many different directions. So maybe you're listening to this and life's thrown you a rocky one and you're contemplating giving up, just quitting because right now it feels hard. Right now it feels challenging and right now you've probably got so many obstacles in your way. I think it's important to acknowledge that every decision is one you get to make. So choosing to quit is still a choice and one that you're making. And I'm sure that one you don't actually want to make, but right now it probably feels easier. So let's reframe. A reframe to your journey. That will be the most powerful way to help you start navigating through this treacle it probably feels like you are chugging through. Diet culture has pushed the notion that once you have lost the weight or worked through your food relationship, the work is, quote unquote, done. 
you are quote unquote healed or fixed or it's finished all in inverted commas. Christ, you even get a gold star with some approaches, which then brings about this notion that there's this magical end point. It's false. So letting go of that first expectation can be pretty freeing, actually. And the reason I say it can feel freeing is probably because you feel like the end point is so far out of reach that you will never get there, so it's far easier for you to quit. Well, in reality, you're never going to get there because it doesn't exist. You never stop doing this work. It just goes from being this current challenge to something that feels pretty cool, you know? Something that feels quite calming, but you only get there through this challenge and probably many more. So when you stop seeing this as a six-week intervention or a 12-week slog, you see it as a lifelong journey. You then reframe your approach to it because actually this should be adding value to your life. There's just going to be things that come up, things that are pushed in your way that can sometimes make you feel like quitting and like giving up. But if you're giving up and you're quitting, you're quitting on your health. And in reality, your health is the one thing that's keeping you here. And another area to consider, it's one of the key attributes that all of my successful clients have, and frankly, one we need more of in society, and that's resilience. And resilience is the ability to cope mentally or emotionally with a crisis or to return to pre-crisis state quite quickly. And resilience is viewing challenges as learning opportunities, regulating emotions and expressing feelings in appropriate ways, focusing on the things that you can control instead of dwelling on what you cannot control or change. It gives the ability to recognise difficulty without it deterring you. To sit with stagnancy, knowing it's a normal part of the journey, accept setbacks are normal without reacting to them, rather inviting in the growth. And it goes wonderfully with imperfection. Quitting is the opposite of resilience. It's taking on situations as fixed as being permanent. The belief that things will be like this forever, that it's all your fault, the victim mentality creeps in. And you know, I hold space for really challenging and really dark times. I've had clients go through the toughest of situations, but none of these have been fixed. Instead, finding the resilience through reframing the situation and instead of fixating on the things that are out of your control, Start focusing on what you can control, i.e. what are your baseline non-negotiables as an example. The three commitments that you set to yourself. Where are your expectations currently at? Are they too high for your current situation? 
If so, navigate around them. And this isn't failure either. It's actually huge progress and a massive growth mindset. As opposed to the narrow mindset pushed from diet culture and this perceived perfection that everybody tries to attain. It's a really wonder you want to quit when you're trying to be perfect because life throws you a curveball and you can't be perfect. If you take a step back and look at your situation and reframe what you can currently commit to and honour that, that's imperfection. And imperfection creates action. Perfection will see you quit. And another consideration to make is, where are you recognising the wins? There's this notion that you will be, quote unquote, motivated all the time. In fact, I saw this ludicrous ludicrous reel this week that basically said to be motivated you've got to think like an athlete I was like right how do you think like an athlete every morning get up and what think I'm Mo Farah wow will I have a butler will somebody make my breakfast ludicrous ludicrous you won't always be motivated. Rarely, if ever, frankly, will you be motivated. And relying on motivation will see you want to quit more times than you will want to take action. But for a lot of you, you also likely define success based on the scale weight or a step count or tracking calories or hitting personal bests. And that is not a helpful way to define success, nor is it a long-term strategy recognising and celebrating the wins for what you're actually doing. And for some of you, getting up and having breakfast is a huge win. For others, not eating all of your children's leftovers is massive. For some of you, embracing a meal out and sitting comfortably is huge success. For others, committing to your promise of a gym session this week is a win. For some of you, eating like a snail is huge. And for lots of you, having food in the house and not binging on it is incredible. Having a slice of cake mindfully is so successful. There is success in every day. And looking back and really focusing on these wins, these are giving you the evidence of the things that you are doing to show you that every single day you are winning at something and looking back on that and not just defying your success based on scale weight or pbs is ludicrous because you're not gonna find the evidence of success in those metrics because they are so changeable and like i said curveballs, adulting, life. If you're just narrow-mindedly looking at that, and I I say that respectfully, guys, because that's what you've been taught, right? If you're just looking at that, you're going to want to quit. You'll have zero motivation, less than you ever had to start with. Your momentum will be shot. Your scale weight is so interchangeable on sleep, hydration, sodium, carbohydrates commitments, stress levels, emotions, menstrual cycle, menopause, all of which are also going to affect your training performance. 
which is going to affect PBs, which is going to affect your hunger, which is then going to affect tracking. So where are you focusing your your area for success? Not externally, rather internally. And weekly, I go through with my clients' wins and I celebrate them. And I actually just had a client who recently, and I mean like seven weeks ago, on her sign-up form said, I love pick and mix and biscoff, but I avoid it because they're a trigger food and I binge it. But just this week, she noted to me that she'd had them in the house for three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. (laughs) I know, incredible, right? And she's enjoyed them throughout the week and she's had Biscoff spread on pancakes. And now she's been going through some real tough challenges with work. But despite that, this is a ginormous win. And when you can acknowledge that, you are giving yourself the awareness of what you are achieving each and every day. And the biggest changes come from behaviours, not from the scales. And you acknowledge your behaviours. When you do so, you then have more capacity to lean into the positive outcomes no matter how small you may think they are. They are never insignificant. They are still change in a healthful and beneficial direction. And acknowledge that also progress is not linear. There will be times you have big breakthroughs, but there will also be times you have big breakdowns. Times it feels stagnant. Times it feels so encompassing and tough. And I talk a lot about fierce compassion and striking the balance between fierce and soft. But I also do appreciate that in the toughest times, that fierce compassion can just sometimes take you to a donut because things feel really rocky. So instead, reframe your fierce compassion to your fierce best friend. What will she, he, they say to you, i.e. what would you say to your best friend right now? To quit? To give up on themselves? Or that the work they are doing is incredible and to recognise that? And there's also some cool stuff out there that indicates those who have low confidence may benefit from looking back and seeing the things that they have achieved. And those who have high confidence benefit from looking forward and seeing what they can then achieve with how far they've come. And all of my clients have habits to work through, which are like behaviours, changing behaviours based on subjective goals and individualised approaches. And this is where seeing those and looking back over the week or seeing what you've got in your calendar coming up can help you acknowledge what you have achieved or what you're going to achieve. And I'd just like to cover here as well, actually, that if your approach is one that you cannot see yourself adhering to for the foreseeable future, you will want to give up. I.e. if it's too restrictive, too rigid, your commitments are taken over and it's too much for you to deal with. I'd recommend quitting that one, (laughs) but not quitting your journey. Your approach should add value to your life. It should make you feel better and not be overwhelming, stress or anxiety provoking. So if you're listening to this now, 
and you've been on the cups of giving up, quitting, consider a few questions. I want you to grab a notebook and a pen and consider this. What do I want my life to look like? What are my values? How does quitting move me towards those things? What's really bothering me? Are these fixed or changeable? E.g., I'm maybe not meeting expectations I'm putting on myself. What's the benefit of me quitting now? And what's the cost of me quitting now? What stories am I telling myself? Are these fact or are these fiction? If I was talking to my best friend with fierce compassion, what would I suggest to her? And if I take that advice, what three things can I commit to this week to take action? Most of you feel like giving up. None of you want to give up. It just feels really tough. And something I like to remind all of my clients of is throughout this process and healing your relationship with food, attaining fat loss, It's also about unlearning everything that you've ever been exposed to because everything you have been taught has gotten you to where you're at now and that is probably an erratic food relationship with high levels of guilt and dichotomous thinking. And if you've been in the dieting realm and some of my clients have been in for 30, 40 years, there will be some sticky sticky situations throughout unlearning all of that, right? And holding compassion for yourself And not expecting that you can undo a myriad years of work in just six weeks. It's impossible. But with the right support, you know. With an individualised approach. With the reassurance. With the evidence base. With the space and the trust and the honesty to guide you in a direction of health, longevity and sustainability with both your mental and your physical well-being, you can achieve it. And each time my clients want to quit, we talk through it. And it's never that they really do want to quit. It's just that it feels a little bit tough. And if it feels tough for you, know that that's completely normal. And if you're listening to this now and you are sick of quitting yourself, because it is easy to quit yourself, right? My coaching is designed to support you, a breath of fresh air away from diet culture, to heal your food relationship and finally feel confident in yourself, accepting of your body, trust your actions and have behaviours that support you for the long term. I will link my coaching details below and as ever, if you have any questions, please do reach out. Thank you so much for tuning in.